0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za hi my name is steve you're listening to bible toolbox what's the difference between compassion and mercy is it the same thing is it the same thing I, I often think that we get those two terms confused, pa- compassion and mercy, okay? If you look in the dictionary, compassion is a feeling of pity or sorrow for the suffering or misfortune of another. This requires a certain awareness outside of yourself towards somebody else. That is compassion. When Christ was, when Christ was teaching, uh, he and his disciples had crossed the lake, and they found thousands of people waiting for them on the shoreline. Uh, The Gospel of John said he looked at them with compassion because they were like sheep without a shepherd. They were lost. And Matthew's Gospel, just before the feeding of the 5,000, it said he taught them many things of the kingdom. He was feeding them spiritually before they even got a taste of bread or a taste of fish. So compassion is a feeling of sorrow for the suffering or misfortune of, of other people and something we as Christians should be aware of in the world today. There are probably people in your own family right now who are suffering. Compassion is required for us to try and help them wherever we can. It doesn't mean we're going to solve everybody's problem, but it means we have an awareness of something outside of ourselves. Mercy, then, is the demonstration of restraint on imposing punishment on someone under their power and authority, okay? God does not give us what we deserve. God does not give us what we deserve, okay? Only Jesus wore a crown of thorns that was jammed down on his head so much that the blood ran in his eyes and down his face. We deserved that not Jesus, but he's the only one who wore the crown of thorns, so we don't have to. That's called mercy. That's called mercy, okay? And the ultimate compassion and mercy of God we can find in Romans chapter 5, just three verses there, 6, 7, and 8. This is what Paul writes, for while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God showed his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's compassion. We were lost. We were spiritually bankrupt. We deserved nothing else other than what was reserve as punishment for us we deserve nothing else okay i mean if i look back on my life and i'm sure if you do yourself there are things that you bitterly regret you bitterly regret those things and if you could you would have changed you would have gone back and changed those those things that never happened okay that i understand that is part of our burden we were spiritually bankrupt when we did those things and yet paul says while we were still weak at the right time christ died for the ungodly we were all ungodly at one stage we were all sinners deserving of punishment those who have come into grace those who have accepted christ as their savior and been baptized to walk in a newness of life those things have been forgotten and forgotten god doesn't remember them anymore they've been wiped off of our Uh, in our book, our account, okay? So compassion is a deep awareness of the suffering of people outside of yourself, okay? Also, that awareness also has another tinge to it, okay? We want to try and relieve the suffering of somebody. We want to try and make, uh, make their lives better, to improve their lot in life, okay? So that also requires something called grace. Grace is the graciousness that we show to other people, okay? I can remember once when my car broke down (laughs) one Friday night in Belhar. Not exactly a safe place to have your car stuck by the side of the road. I had my wife and one of my sons with me, and several, several people pulled over to stop. Some of them, their intentions weren't that good. Finally, one guy stopped his car and he walked over and he introduced himself. He says, my name is John. Is there something wrong with your car? I said, yeah. He says, open open up. So I opened and he looked at and he said, ah, it's your clutch cable. Your clutch cable's gone. I said, oh, okay. He says, look, I, I'm, look I'm a mechanic. I don't have anything like that here, but I can get a, a clutch cable for you. He said, but it's not safe for your wife and your son to be here. I said, okay. I said, what will I do? Call the taxi. no, no. I'll take them to your home. So I stayed with my car while John took my wife and my son back home so that they would be safe. Then he came back. It was like one in the morning, one in the morning. And he says, look, I have a clutch cable, but I can't repair it here. I will tow your car to my house, and then tomorrow morning, I'll come and get you, and you can have your car back. Well, I wouldn't sort of classify that as compassion, but I think it is compassion I mean, the situation there could have turned out much worse than it did, except for the compassion and and the, and, the, and and the grace of John, okay? So on the face of it, you say, well, he didn't do much, okay? He didn't do much. What did he do? He took somebody home. He came back for you. He towed his car to his place. He repaired the clutch and you got your car back. Yeah, that's true, but okay, was I suffering? No, not really. Nobody attacked me. Nobody threatened me, okay, so I was relatively safe, but I still had concern and anxiety not only for myself, but for my wife and my child. You know, our compassion should extend way beyond us. John saw the need. He saw the need. He knew what had to be done. Did it inconvenience him? Totally. Did it cost him money? Totally. You have to understand he didn't want recompense. He didn't want me to say, Oh, I'll you know yeah, I'm gonna I'll do this, but you've got to pay me a thousand rand. He just did it. He just did it. This is compassion. Mercy? Mm. So what's the difference between compassion and mercy? Mercy is the kindness shown to one who offends. Okay. We always have people in our lives that will do something they'll they'll harm us in some way. They'll say something about us. They'll taunt us, they'll tease us, they'll push keep pushing the boundaries. We always have people like that. Okay? And we our first reaction is get defensive, okay? Why did you say that to me? Why did you do that? What is going on? We'll, we get confused and sometimes we want revenge. Well, if that's the way they're going to treat me, I'm not going to have anything to do with them. Mercying is being able to step back and say, wait a minute, just wait a minute, I don't know what caused the other person to do this to me, I don't know what caused that, but am I bigger than just picking a fight in the schoolyard? Am I bigger than that? Do I have the spiritual fortitude to say, listen, this doesn't matter, let's just have mercy, okay, I'm going to forgive them, I'm going to forgive them. As Christ forgave me, I will forgive them. Okay. Forgiveness isn't easy, but it's a, it's a critical part of mercy. You won't forgive somebody, there's no mercy for them, and there's no mercy for you either. You're going to carry that around for, for years to come. I don't know if any of you are in that state right now. Well, somebody offended you, or some family member did something against you, or maybe your husband or wife or your children, and you've held it against them for years and years and years. I'm not going to write to them. I'm not going to call them. I'm not going to show them that I'm weak. We, we, we like to put that and say, I'm not weak. I'm strong. I will resist what they do. I won't, won't give them the satisfaction that they hurt me. That's not mercy. That's not mercy. If God wanted to do that to us and said, listen, I withdraw my mercy. I don't need you to have mercy. Okay? Whoa. Then we are all condemned all condemned. Paul writes to a young minister called Titus in chapter 2, starting in verse 11, this is what he says, "...for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men." Teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. That means two things. We live with compassion for those outside of us, number one. Number two, we live mercifully towards others because we have been shown mercy. I hope this has helped in your Christian walk, that you can learn to forgive, that you can forgive and move on, and that you will use compassion to help those who stumble beside you. My name is Steve, thank you so much for listening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit. Seven to nine a.m. Please visit kpoopit.co.za.